Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is our land is Zicky Dice, and you're listening to the All Night Long Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Coronavirus Pop. No, nope. The All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he is a stallion. I'm the enforcer, and we have officially gone rogue this week. Uh, our plan was to do a match of the day every single day. Joe's. Uh, the stallion, his job is a giant syringe sucked directly into his soul, mm-hmm. taking his soul, extracting it from him, and injecting it into Satan's butthole. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this guy's been working 14, 15-hour days, literally saving people's lives all day, every single day. I, on the other hand, um, I'm just getting fat, and I've been watching a lot of Miami Vice. Now, now the people that are uh, – first of all, if you've been following us on Twitter, you know I've been watching nothing but Miami Vice. But watching Miami Vice, you're saying, how does that affect the people? I'll tell you how it affects us. Because the next time you see the stallion and the enforcer, can be wearing white suits, baby. White suits. Salmon undershirts. No. What do you mean, no? Well, why are you shaking your head no? I mean, I just didn't know if you, we, you know. Did you get permission for that? I mean, was that. No, no, no. I'm going to ask for forgiveness later. Apparently, my wife's against it. Oh, you don't have to spend $200 to look like Don Johnson in 1985? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking do, okay? Because Don Johnson in 1985 was great. Okay, you know what else is great? Probably sitting there saying, "Why is he talking about Miami Vice if it's a wrestling podcast?" Joe, what do we talk about? Hair metal, '80s movies, '80s TV, and pro wrestling. Not necessarily in that order. So if I want to do an entire fucking show on how great season two, episode one, the prodigal son of Miami Vice is, I'm gonna do it, buddy. I'm gonna do it. 
So, man, you make your own rules. There's, there's no, make, uh, there's no containing. You make the, the rules enforcer. and we break them. That's what uh, DX said. But listen, here's what we're doing today. Uh, we're gonna try to review as many as we can um, while we're quarantined. Uh, hashtag Corona Mania is running wild, and if you use the hashtag ANLWPMOTD, I think that's probably he just wanted to go with. All Night Long Wrestling Podcast Match of the Day. Today's match is Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi, October 2nd, 2005, from the event titled Joe versus Kobashi. Yeah. Um, aptly named. Aptly named, yeah. Joe, when you is this the first time you've seen Kenta Kobashi wrestle? Uh, in a full I, match. I think it's the first time I've seen him wrestle a full match, yes. I, uh, I'm familiar with his work in uh, Japan. Uh, but I had not seen a lot of his work in Japan. I think he was mas- mainly in like All Japan or Pro Wrestling Noah, right? So it wasn't yep. necessarily a New Japan exclusive guy. So I have not seen a lot of his older stuff. And uh, this match, of course, took place in the United States for Ring of Honor in uh, in New York, like you said, in October 2005. So this is the first full match that I watched of his, and it's a pretty famous Samoa Joe ROH match, at least based off of uh, what I've read on the interwebs. Yeah, it was my first match, complete match, seeing that as well. And, um, I mean, let's get right into it. Joe, what do you think Ring of Honor could do today, not during Corona Mania, but in general, to get the kind of crowd environment they had in 2005? Because the first thing that I noticed during this match, holy shit, the crowd was electric. They were popping for headlocks, Joe. How do they get that back? Um, probably two, two ways, uh, but both of them involve money. So it's probably paying money to sign, um, you know, bigger name stars or keep some of the bigger name stars they've had over the years. And two, Sinclair Broadcasting doing something to expand the television exposure for Ring of Honor. Because now, especially with AEW as an option, uh, being backed financially by someone who's willing to pay a lot of money to get some name stars and also having a weekly TV show on TNT. I think that's a much more attractive outlet for people to go to uh, instead of going to Ring of Honor at this point, which is not seen by as many people. The events are not tended by as many people, and uh, it's just, you know, comparatively speaking, they've they've kind of dipped below, well below, I think, uh, AEW at this time. Yeah, I mean, you got to think for Ring of Honor. It, to know that you had most of the talent that's in AEW right now or the, uh, the vice president's, the only, and you were backed by a, a million dollar company. It's brutal. You know, I, I feel bad for Ring of Honor because I don't think it's their fault. I think it's really is uh, Sinclair Broadcasting. Kerry Silken, he's a great guy um, for all intents and purposes. Joe Coff, I know this kind of half and half on. Uh, actually, Joe Coff got put on blast by Kelly Klein, and then she cheated on BJ Whitmer. So who knows? Um, but listen, let's get uh, let's. Get off of that bandwagon onto this match. Um, if you haven't seen Kenta Kobashi wrestle, uh, it's he em- embodies the Japanese strong style. He doesn't chop you in the chest. He chops you in the throat. He chops you in the face. His chops are legendary, the machine gun chops. This match, I mean, it, it wasn't as long of a match as I thought. I think it was maybe 18, 19 minutes. Um, but this, to me... True or false, Joe, you think, was this the best Samoa Joe? 
I think from this era, yeah, certainly from this is around 2005, we said, right? So I think I think during this period of time, whatever stretch it was, I don't know when his peak period would have started, probably around this time, maybe a little before, and to maybe like 2008 or 2009 or so, I would think, um, between ROH and TNA, was probably the peak period for Samoa Joe. Um, he had a long run as the Ring of Honor World Champion. He had a lot of great matches. He had an undefeated streak in TNA. Um, so his style seemed to fit... I know in TNA he was in the X division at first and then moving to heavyweight ring of honor. Of course he was in the main event scene. So he seemed to be able to work with people of any size or any style, um, you know, during this period. And he was a very, uh, hot name, I guess, on the independent scene for a number of years around this time. Yeah. The first thing I noticed in this match too, he was a lot lighter than he is now. Um, not trying to body shame or anything like that. It's just the fact he was a lot smaller and Kenta, um, was a bigger guy than I think he got credit for. He's a very thick, muscle-bound dude, um, not necessarily cut, just a big, big, strong guy. Um, this match was built on, you know, Kenta, the established guy, on the decline, not necessarily, but really kind of just maybe just a little past the prime of his career. And Samoa Joe, the young upstart who everybody, you know, the, the crowd was solely behind Kobashi because he didn't come to America a lot. Um, and when he came to America, it mattered. And this match for um, against Samoa Joe... Uh, it was the match that people were waiting for. And the match, I mean, it really delivered. Um, the the wrestling was fantastic in it. Um, the strikes, like I said, the strikes were great. It was a very traditional Japanese strong style match with an American crowd, which might be with an American appreciative crowd. Um, a crowd that, like I said, they popped for headlock takeovers. Uh, when Joe chopped Kobashi, they started a You Fucked Up chant. Like, it was very, it was like an ECW uh slash ring of honor crowd you mentioned the ecw leftover with that japanese style and i think he brought so much out there was a lot of brawling on the floor um a couple of one of kobashi's sleeper suplexes on joe it was 250 pounds landing like vertically down on his head and i i cringed i was watching this with uh the old wife ski and she's like, what are you watching? And it, watching the match, it, I didn't even realize until halfway through, there was no commentary. Mm. Like, it, the crowd was so loud that it made me forget that there should be commentary. And you could really hear the chops being delivered. You could hear the shots. You could hear the stiff shots. And for a while, you know, Kenta got most of the offense in the match, which, I, which to me, I thought um, meant Joe was going to go over. Did you feel the same way? I did, um, and I was as I was watching it, I was trying to remember, you know, what was going on around this time in Ring of Honor, and I just I didn't I didn't want to look anything up though because I didn't want to risk being spoiled on the finish because I didn't know it uh, or remember it going into the match. So um, I couldn't remember if this was you know before, like I guess this was probably after Joe's title reign. I, I really don't know. I'd have to go check and, and see. Like I was trying to figure out yeah if they were gonna you know have Joe go over, um, but also not knowing how the relationship was at the time with wrestlers from Japan and if they, you know, would come over to the States and not want to do jobs. So, um, yeah, I really wasn't sure who was going to win, which is good. I mean, that, that adds, I think, to a match, especially one at this level where, you know, not quite sure who's going to win. I think that, that adds a certain uh, you know, level of intrigue to it. Yeah, Joe's Kawada kicks, there was a part where they went, um, Kobashi was chopping him, and then what, what's, you a big fan of Kawada? No, you said my Kawada kicks. I appreciated the compliment that you were. Oh, yeah, that's. You know, you should do that to me next time at the Evolve show. Um, we're super stiff. Like I said, Kobashi's chops were just like it, Joe had marks 
on his clavicle because the chops are coming in like they were very you know what actually they were very walter-esque is that is that fair to say yeah yeah like I it's, it's the embarrassing. Way they were, yeah the way they were it's, thrown and the the loud sound that you would hear echoing um in the building uh it, they, it's not similar. a slap it's like you're taking a filet mignon and you're beating it against the ground is the best way i could describe it um but they they traded uh joe locked in the stf at one point um you know there was a lot of a lot of good false finishes it wasn't overdone um there was a you know it was it played out like i didn't expect it to you know traditionally like i said you play the way that match was booked you thought joe was going to go over but in the end um kenta went over with just a old school strong style bruiser brody stan hansen-esque lariat uh to the face and he got the clean three in the middle of the ring joe did the honors which i'm sure nobody had any issue with at the time being that the superstar that kobashi was but watching this match made me want to go back and watch more kenta kobashi matches yeah, and I'm not quite sure uh, where the best place to go get those is, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, does someone tight. have coronavirus in the house? What's going on up there? Yeah, it's probably just, yeah, tight. All it's right. fine. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's plate this things on the internet, YouTube, or Daily Motion, or something like that. You can go look it up, or maybe there's uh, an All Japan, or some sort of other service that I'm not aware of that, that's out there. So, but I'm sure there's there's a lot of a lot of much smarter people out there that can find this stuff on the internet than me. So, did um, you, uh, you the link that you watched was it from Ring of Honor? Yeah, I, I I watched the link you sent me, which was like the three you know whatever Joe's three return matches, right? Yeah, some sort of yeah some sort of small compilation of Samoa Joe matches from Ring of Honor. It was this match and then a match he had with Kyle O'Reilly and then a match he had with Jay Briscoe. This was after he came back. I think in 2015, so it was like. 10 I, years I think ago. it's safe to say 2005 Joe is uh, far superior than uh, returning Joe. Take nothing away from him. You know, he learned a different style and his body changed, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, um, top to bottom, I enjoyed it. We have the link up to the match, so everybody can watch it. Um, I know Bagu was talking about he wanted to watch it and get back to us. So uh, we implore you guys to watch the match. Give us your thoughts. Tell us what you think. Give us a rating. But before we let you go, Joe, what's your rating? Uh, I give it a, a four stars even rating myself. Um, I, the match was very good. Like you said, had a lot of crowd heat. Um, not that I necessarily need any particular style of wrestling in a match in, in general. I you know I thought there was, it was like you said, it was strong style, um, a lot of chops, a couple of suplexes. It was very, you know, I think it was very, I don't want to say basic because that, that might sound negative, but you know what I mean? I don't think there was anything, there was nothing super fancy in the match, just a, a well-worked match, um, strong style match, but uh, I went four stars. 4.25 for this guy. Um, my favorite style of match with my favorite type of crowd. You know, I think that match maybe in a different crowd wouldn't have gone over as well to me. So the crowd played a big part in it. But, uh, yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing more Kenta matches. I'm going to go on the Google machines or the Daily Motion, which I know you use. And if you want to give us your thoughts on the match, please do so. You can find us everywhere on social media at all night long WP Instagram uh twitter facebook.com slash all night long wp and subscribe to us over on youtube at youtube.com slash all night long wrestling podcast we hope to have a couple more episodes for you this week we appreciate you guys checking us out and that's it for the all night long wrestling podcast and we are tapping out
bondage.